Welcome to Wine Country Women with Michelle Mandreau, the podcast for wine enthusiasts who are curious not only about what goes in the bottle, but the remarkable women who make these distinctive winemaking regions so special. Each week, Michelle introduces you to a prominent woman and takes a peek inside her life. Welcome to today's Wine Country Women podcast. I'm Michelle Mandreau and I'm with Shauna Stevens who is the proprietor and oversees marketing and communications for the three Stevens family wine brands, Honeycutt, D.R. Stevens, and Collateral. Shauna, thank you for putting aside a few minutes to chat with me today. My pleasure. I have been an admirer of your brands for many years, so I am so delighted to have some time with you today. Thank you. That's a huge compliment. And you have a fascinating career path. So first of all, you went to the University of Colorado. I did. You got a marketing degree and actually applied it. Yes, correct. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Not too many people do that. And you worked in advertising in San Francisco. I did. And uh, you worked on some really fantastic brands like Sprint, 24-Hour Fitness, Jamba Juice, to name a few. Yes, exactly. And then you met a boy. (laughs) (laughs) I Actually, I knew the boy way back then. I dated Justin. We dated for nine years before we got married, so we've been together since we were about 20. Um, But he was up here in Napa Valley. I was in San Francisco. I moved up when we got married in 2005. But I didn't start working with him until 2010. So I continued to commute to San Francisco for my my career in advertising. And then in 2010, my agency folded. I had a one-year-old, and I was six months pregnant with our second. And the job offer that I had in advertising would have required a ton of travel, which I loved travel in my 20s. But later on, it was not quite as easy. So um, Justin said, well, maybe you could help out a little bit, you know, here at the winery. We were building this facility at the time, and he said, maybe you could write a a release for us or something. And I said, you know, I have copywriters for that, but I'll give it a try. (laughs) And uh, so I I wrote some releases and didn't realize how much I enjoyed writing. Um, And then once there was a body in place, I also realized I could help in other ways. So he didn't really have, you know, a marketing plan or communication strategy. So I helped develop that. And then my very part-time job turned into a much more full-time job as the years went by. Well, you had all this great experience, so you could apply it to the family business. Yes. So it was perfect. Yes, for sure. We didn't know how it was going to be working together, but we're pleasantly surprised that we actually do work together well. We had to put up some boundaries and not talking (laughs) work at home and all of that, but but it's been so, yeah, so far so good. How did that transition, you know, obviously you had to find your way, but was there a learning curve? Yeah, I mean, I knew I enjoyed wine, but I didn't know that much about it. Um, I don't. I still really would love to know more about the production side. I try to, you know, glean as much as I can. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sitting on tasting notes and you know all of that that kind of thing. But I, it's such a welcoming community too that you mm-hmm. can learn so much from those around you. And I feel like the community of Napa Valley is, you know, welcoming. It's not you know, this is what we do. We're not telling you what we do. You know, we all share guests and experiences. So definitely a learning curve though. Was there a person or two that stands out that might've mentored you or helped you along the way? Someone that I've always looked up to, especially as a female in the business, 
um, would be Sarah Gott. I don't, I'm sure, yeah, of course, everyone knows Sarah. Um, and mainly because I feel like she does such a wonderful job of balancing work, life, athletics. Like she's, you know, and so I, um, I definitely take a lot of advice as much as I can get from her, both on a parenting front, because she's three years ahead of me in parenting, but also on the work-life balance. So I would say that she's probably who I would look up to most. Um, and, and then internally, our team teaches me a ton as well. Well, let's talk about the wine brands. Yes. And what makes them so special. Yes. So Dr. Stevens mm-hmm. is, um, I would almost call it like your flagship. Brand. So Honeycutt and DR actually started at the same time. DR Stevens oh, Estate really? was started, yes, by my father-in-law. At the same time, my husband was starting Honeycutt. I had no idea. Yes, yes. Okay. And then a few years later, it was kind of a um, project for my father-in-law as he was working at San Francisco and in, in his main main business. So once a few years in, when he had actual wine to sell, mm-hmm. he looked to Justin, who was at that point running Honeycut and said, Hey, maybe you could help out. So at that point, Justin became his partner and the managing partner, um, of both brands. So he's really run both brands since. So how are they different? We run them completely differently. So different vineyard sources, different winemakers, we have different lists, different customers. We don't cross those. And that's super important to both of us. Um, so we have, we work with Mike Kirby as a consulting, consulting winemaker on DR Stevens estate. And then the new collateral brand that we've launched. Um, and then we work with Kirk Fengi on the Honeycutt side, who's, you know, a groomsman in our wedding. He's our first daughter's godfather, like an old, old, old friend as well. So we love, we love both equally. Um, but the brands are there, you know, they, they focus on, they have some overlapping varietals, but they're, they're quite different than one another. Well, I would say Honeycutt is very much like Kirk and Justin's personality. Like the, you know, bigger, bolder, more contemporary. Yes. Yep. Exactly. Where I would say collateral and the DR Stevens estate wines, just a little more refined. Mike has a background in music and I always just kind of think of, I don't know them all as like a musical tone to them. And then you just added a third brand. Yes, Collateral. So Collateral is really the evolution of the DR Stevens Estate brand. So we simplified and turned DR Stevens Estate into a legacy brand. So the two wines that will be under that label come from the Moose Valley Vineyard, which is where Justin's father's property is. So that would be a Sauvignon Blanc that was actually picked this morning for this harvest and um, a Cabernet called Moose Valley Vineyard Cab, where all the fruit comes from there. So um, under the new collateral label, we moved anything, any other wines, and then we also are exploring other varietals. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of the um, the reason for the, the collateral change. So we'll have a Pinot under there. We have a Grenache, a Malbec, Chardonnay. And what are we talking case productions for these three? About 5,000 in total. Okay. So I would say about 35 for Honeycutt and then the rest um, between DR Stevens and, and Collateral. So relatively small. Yes, I love for sure. It. We like, yes, mm-hmm. we like the size that we are. It feels very manageable. feels like you can sell it. Mm-hmm. You're not, you know, <laughs> sitting on a bunch of inventory, right. which is great as well. Right. So if someone wants to taste one of your wines, mm-hmm. what's the best way for them to do it? The best way is to either call us, um, so... Or email. We have websites for both collateralwines.com is our new website that we just launched this spring for that side. And then honeycutwines.com for the honeycut side. 
they can place orders on on your site? Absolutely. Okay. Yep, super easy. Do you yes. ship to most states? All that are legal, yes. Okay. Yes, there's some complications in some states, right. but yes, yeah, for sure. And then we also welcome visitors by appointment. We host both of the tastings here on this property um, in Santa Elena. This used to be where we where we're talking right now. It's our conference room. We used to do some tastings in here, but we've now set up two different areas within the cave for a nice tasting setting. Top moment of your career so far? I would say probably, I was telling you about the Bordeaux River Cruise we did mm -hmm. last summer. Um, it was so neat. So we ended up filling the entire, it was a small boat, a river cruise, you know, so about 96 customers oh. or cruisers, I should say. But we ended up filling the entire boat with our our friends. I mean, it was so much fun. And to look around, we first got on and, you know, we did, we made this happen. As many people came to drink wine with us and discover, you know, the rivers in Bordeaux. So yeah. it was, it was seriously such a highlight. We loved it. It was seven days. Um, we did two wine seminars. We did two wine dinners. And then the rest of the time, you know, we'd stop places and, you know, go explore. Uh, but we loved it so much. We we're currently planning our next one for, um, we're doing the Rhine from Amsterdam to Basel in 2025. We wanted to let enough time go between where people could go do something else and then come join us again, hopefully. I think it sounds fantastic. Yes, I mean, who wouldn't it. want to do that? <laughs> and enjoy all of your wines. Learn more about the women who live in wine country when you purchase one of our lifestyle books at winecountrywomen.com. Well, let's shift on to your personal life. What town do you live in? We live in St. Helena. So not on the property of the winery, which we get asked a lot. It's nice to have a little distance. Yes. <laughs> you get to be away from work. Yes. Yes. <laughs> How did you choose St. Helena? You could have chose Calistoga. My husband grew up here, more or less. Um, so it's pretty much the only town that I knew coming to visit when, you know, we were, we were in our 20s and such. So... Um, and I loved it. I love the size of a small... I grew up in Bend, Oregon, which was a small town. It's not a small town anymore. Um, so when I moved up here from San Francisco, my friends said, oh my gosh, you're going to be in a small town. Everyone's going to know you. Everyone's gonna... And I was, that's how I grew up. I don't mind. I love going to the grocery store and seeing people that I know. And um, you know, if you don't talk badly about people, it's really an easy place to live. You know, I, right. just, I love the small town, the small town feel. And St. Helena is so charming. So charming. So friendly. So family friendly too. It is. You know, we have, we have three kids and we've made such wonderful friends through, you know, through school. our kid friendships for mm -hmm. sure. Through school, especially. Yes. So if we took a step inside your home, what would we see? What What's your decorating <laughs> style, or is it filled with toys? <laughs> We're kind of past, well, we still have Legos, but um, I decorating would definitely not be my strong suit, so I might be embarrassed if you stepped inside my home. Um, I would say country casual with a um, teenager messy look, because my children treat all of our uh, main areas as their drop points for sports gear and homework, and <laughs> so uh, unless I have a little heads up, it's going to be... It's going to be a little chaotic, but predominant colors um, in the home. Yes, not real uh, navy. I'm a huge. I like navy blue. Um, a lot of wood. Uh, yeah, not just very casual. Okay. Yep. Your favorite room in the house. My <laughs> most used room would be laundry room. My <laughs> favorite room would be our kitchen. We okay. Have a, we have an open kitchen with a huge island and constant people around it. I absolutely love it. 
Do you have a go-to recipe that you make that's always a crowd pleaser? I have a go-to recipe that actually I'm helping my son with in his classroom on Friday, an enchilada recipe. Anything that I can do and make ahead of time that I can sick, like, so slow cooker recipes, I love um, like chicken tacos in the slow cooker, anything that makes it easier for when we get home just because it is a little bit busy in the evenings as right now with sports. Right. Oh, I bet. <laughs> They're all over. <laughs> all over. Yes. Because you got those three kiddos. Yes. Do you have a hobby? Um, I, as I laugh because I'm thinking, now do you have time for a hobby? <laughs> or do you collect anything? I spend my free time. I enjoy running and uh, I swim with the master's program early in the morning. I do some cycling with, with um, Justin, but pretty much just try to get out. And that's what my, so I feel like if you don't run with me or have kids in my sport, kids sports or work with me, then I probably am not going to see you. <laughs> so that's what, that would be my, 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 my pleasure time is, is running. Is running. Yes. Okay. Is there a, other than the river cruise, is there a memorable or meaningful trip that you can share with us? In college, I took a, I studied abroad and did a pretty incredible, um, trip on, called semester at sea where Ooh. we were on a cr- converted cruise ship. So they call it a floating university. And we literally went around the world. We started in the Bahamas and went Venezuela, Brazil, Cape Town, South Africa, Kenya, uh, India. Yeah, this is Philippines, Vietnam, Hong Kong, Japan, and ended in Seattle. And in before each of those ports, you had a student from the area as well as a professor. And so you would learn about where you're going. They also had your classes. So I was in an abnormal psychology class. And I had a class where we studied... You know, uh, we ended up in the Philippines and getting go, getting to go to a um, an institution, a mental institution there, and seeing what it's like in a different country versus the United States. Or we studied, you know, American foreign policy, and then we were in, you know, Vietnam and Japan. And so it was one of those. I've always loved to travel, but this was the tipping point for me. I mean, to see these places that I'll never get to go again, you know. Was this part of the University of Colorado? It used to be, it used to be through University of Colorado. When I went, it was through, I want to say Pittsburgh was the the college that I applied through. It was a hundred days and I'm still extremely close to friends from that trip, which is incredible. (laughs) So not wine related. We were definitely not drinking wine on that. Right. (laughs) Right. But that's all right. It was, it was impactful. It was very impactful. Definitely. Is there something people might be surprised to learn about you? Other than that now, (laughs) is, is there, uh, do you rappel down mountains? Uh, do you skydive? Ski. Skiing is our, our snow or water snow. (gasps) It's our family's sport for sure. And where do you like to ski? We ski at Sugar Bowl up in Tahoe. We have a little cabin up there and we spend our kids ski on the ski team there. So we spend, Every weekend from December to April up there as a family. Oh, wow. So big commitment, but we love it. Yes. Are you guys blues and blacks? We ski everything. And now my kids are, you know, officially better. Nah, they're getting close, but yeah, they're, all, they're about as good. They ski at a similar level as us. That's impressive. They definitely jump off more than we do, for sure. Wow. <laughs> and they, and they actually ski, they don't snowboard. No, they don't snowboard. They That's ski. amazing. Yep. Yes. I always think the younger generation has yes. all gone to the snowboard. Yeah. I think we kept them on skis long enough that they never moved. Well, good. Good <laughs> for you. Good for you. So other than your three wine brands, mm-hmm. when you have company come to town, yes. what are some of the places you tell them they have to 
go visit. You know, shops, restaurants, sure, um, anywhere in the Napa Valley. If they are active friends, because we often get like, what should we do for activity? Because we're going to be eating and drinking. It'd be nice to get. We send them to both a state park, um, uh incredible trail system and. Um, that's pretty beautiful or out to Lake Hennessy. I think it's absolutely gorgeous out there. Uh, we always try to encourage, you know, local shopping in St. Elena, such a charming town, um, restaurants, you know, we love cook on main street, like smaller, you know, uh, we actually just had a wonderful dinner. We had some friends here for a bike ride and then went to a harvest table at harvest Inn. And we had a bigger group, and they put us out in one of their outside dining areas so they could close the door so you don't feel like you're disturbing someone else's meal when your group of 10 is loudly Louder. enjoying themselves. Right. Exactly. That's so, good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We love that place. So lot, so many options. Oh, what kind of music do you like to listen to? I am a country fan. You I, are? Yes. I love country. I, it reminds me of Oregon, where I grew up. Um, I have one country fan and my children. My son loves it as well. Uh, he actually turns me on to the new, newer artists. I know old school, but, um, it, it, I don't know. It just calms me. I love, I just, I love country. So who are some of your favorite artists? I like old school, George Strait, you know, I, um, new ones. I like Florida Georgia line, kind of more of the, um, Morgan Wallen. My kids love them. So I'm, I'm, yeah. So I would say those are, those are, that's kind of our Zach Brown band. Oh, is a lot of people our, like Zach Pandora Brown. playlist. Yes, for sure. And then we have a lot of Taylor Swift happening in our family right now. (laughs) But I prefer the country. When you have a day off, does Justin give you a day off? Yes, for sure. Yes. How do you spend it? (laughs) Typically playing catch up, organizing. (laughs) I know. Uh, I would love to, I, I would like top on my list would be go for a trail run. Um, or a hike or something to get outside to start my day. Um, but then I would just love to get these little projects that kind of pile up in your house Mm -hmm. that you just want to tackle. So, um, someone gave me advice once that you tackle like one room at a time or something. Otherwise it's so overwhelming to you. Um, so I had recently tackled my son's room (laughs) 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 because it's the worst offender. Um, yeah. So I would say, yeah, do something, something for myself and then something to help organize. Well, what would it be for yourself? How do you treat yourself? Typically just being outside, some sort of activity. Um, my husband actually just booked a massage for me, which I'm so excited for. Um, yeah. So something like that would be a real, a treat for me as well. Okay. Yep. When it's all said and done, Mm -hmm. how do you want to be remembered? Um, I want to be remembered as someone that worked hard, cared about family, both at work and at home and someone that gave back that helped other people. I think, you know, my birth order of being number three of four, you're kind of, because it's the same as my husband's family has four as well. And the third and both of our families, kind of the, the peacekeeper, you know, you just want to, I just want to make other people happy and their lives a little easier if I can in any way. We're going to wrap things up now with five quick questions. Okay. You ready? <laughs> yes. Okay. What's your favorite flower? Gerber Daisy. What kind of car do you drive? Toyota Highlander. Third seat is essential. Third row. (laughs) (laughs) What's one word that best describes you? Mm, Positive. Who is your dream dinner guest, living 
or dead? Oh, that's such a good one. Um, it's going to be some sort of musician. I'm going to go George Strait. And last question. What's your favorite holiday? Christmas. Okay. Shauna, it's been so much fun chatting with you today. Thank you. You as well. Visit winecountrywomen.com to join our exclusive list so you can be the first to learn about upcoming offers and events. Grab a glass and join us next week for a new edition of Wine Country Women.